Hey, this is Craig Shoemaker, and you're listening to the Enlightened Up Podcast. This is episode six. Have a good time. Hello, everybody. It's Craig Shoemaker. It's the Enlightened Up Podcast. It's about enlightening up. You know what that means? Laugh. We need to laugh more. A lot of darkness out there, a lot of sadness, a lot of <laughs> pandemic shit. Okay? Time to laugh, time to add some levity to your life. That's what this is about. Uh, we'll also go a little deep. We'll go down different rabbit holes. And uh, certainly we will with our guest today. By the way, make sure you rate us and follow us and uh, official Craig Shoemaker on Instagram, also the Enlightened Up podcast. But now I am so pleased to bring this next guest and very fortunate she happened to be on her way to a gig. And I said, why don't you stop by and see me? We know one another for years. Jill Kimmel is our guest. I'm Yay. so happy you're here. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. I'm even happy because you're going to meet my family later. I can't wait. We've but, known one another for many years. Yes, I've been following the photos. That little girl has always captured my eye, so I can't well, wait to meet her. She'll probably barge in on us knowing her. I may take she, her home with me. I'm just she, saying. Go ahead. We're getting a dog today, so we'll trade. Yeah, it's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> We're having a foster dog for some reason. Uh, that's happening today. It's nice. It's nice to do that. Yeah, well, I'm not doing it out of the kindness of my heart. I'm just doing it because, you know, you're a parent. You just got to appeal to the kids sometimes. No, the foster dog I got, I got for myself and then ended up keeping him. That's my dog now with Sonny. No way. Yeah, I got him because I thought, oh, I was trying to be nice. I was like, let me do this. I'm not traveling right now. Let me foster a dog. And I got him and fell in love with him. The kids were like, whatever. They don't even really care. Oh, they I mean, they're like old, so they don't the, care. The kids always end up not caring anyway. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I said, I need a dog. You must give me a dog. I'll take good care of it. You know, one sure. week. One week right. at the most. And then the parents are cleaning of up course. the crap. Of course, yes. That's how it always works. Are you a pet person? Are you? Would you consider an animal person? I can tell from that delay or not. It's an interesting some people thing. Really are. I really love dogs, but I like the dogs that I love. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I believe they should all be treated wonderfully and right. have great homes okay. and all that stuff. All right. I don't like a smooth dog because it leaves they leave hair. Oh, I thought you meant smooth, like hey, like hey, man. Yeah, but <laughs> well, some food. I've dated a few smooth dogs in my day, but <laughs> I, know, I don't yeah. like a dog with smooth hair. I like the fluffy, like hair dogs because yeah. they don't leave hair, like okay. a poodle mix. That's what I have. So. The uh, smooth dog's really? like a, he's like a Havanese poodle, white, puffy. He looks like a Muppet. I didn't he's have you cute. down for, that's a frou-frou dog. I didn't, had, well, I didn't I mean, have you down for that. He's not like tiny. He's like 20 pounds. He's a decent size, but yes, he's very cute. I don't like the smooth. What kind of dog would you think I would have? Like a pit bull maybe? No. A Rottweiler? Something with teeth. <laughs> Because that's the way, because gypsies used to say that's what they say that you can tell it's a reflection of the owner. Really? Oh, that's what they, they can oh. tell. As a matter of fact, a lot of dogs end up looking like their owner. He must be like my mirror opposite because he's so soft and chill you and do like have the curly sweet. Hair, I do have the curly hair and I am a mix as well. I'm half Italian, half German. So, yes. There yeah. you go. So, you're a mongrel. So, you have a lot yeah. in common with the dog. Yeah, we're both mutts, <laughs> but he's much cuter and much nicer than I am. I was never like an animal person, you know what I mean? Like I love animals, but never like some people, animals are ahead yes. of, no. I, I remember watching a movie one time and there, there was a killing, nobody could give, nobody oh, could Oh, the care. dog dies, forget it. Yeah, exactly. They, they <laughs> I'll never forget it. They killed a mule in the movie and the whole, that's, yeah. <laughs> they did just what you did. Because oh, they're innocent. Mules don't talk back. Oh, come they on. They may kick you when you're well, down. But. No, but I mean, any animal that people, oh, they do just what you did. And meanwhile, there's dying, you know. I've always said people will, 
you know, save a whale, but they'll step over nine homeless people to get to the whale oh, on the beach. Oh, yeah, that's not nice. You know, right. yeah, it, that's it's just true. We true. just care about <laughs> animals more, but I can't go there. I can't care about animals. I care about people more. I mean, I loved my dog growing up and uh, cremated, matter cremated. Yeah. My sister has the jar. It pisses me off. You should she, share it. She should, no, like. She won't share. About, really? You know what I do? I tease. But she's probably mad at me because I tease. I, our dog was very smart. And I'll go, uh, sit up, and I'll take the jar. No. And I roll over, and I roll the jar down the, the dinner table. She's not happy with that. No, she doesn't like that. No, no, no. What was your dog's name? Susie. That was Susie. Okay, we had Fluffy as a child. Oh, and what kind of dog was he Fluffy? He looked very much like Sonny. He was a little black, fluffy dog. He was a, a Pekingese poodle mix, so you they called him brothers? a peek poo Two, yes. And the two brothers weren't liking this dog. Yeah, Jimmy actually picked him out and named him. (laughs) He wished for a dog on a magic rock, and that's how we got Fluffy. By the way, if you don't know, folks, Jimmy she's referring to is a famous guy, Jimmy Kimmel. That's true. That's her brother, and so now we have a whole other image of Jimmy. He did. I mean, he was, uh, (laughs) I was three, so Jimmy was six. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we got Fluffy, and Jimmy named him, and, like, yeah, I mean, oh, he was God. If I ever a good meet him, dog. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to tell He'll you. choke you to death if you talk <laughs> bad about Fluffy. It was the one and only dog he ever really liked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our dog was very smart. Yeah. My theory was she was very ugly. Oh. So, yeah. So she like, had to be smart. Um, like exactly. an ugly girl. We have to be, like, good in bed or we whatever. say we. Oh, right. my God. I'm going <laughs> to slap you for that one. We. I've gone through my phases. Okay. <laughs> I had a very chunky phase, which didn't suit me like it suits some no, people. This was an ugly dog. Gotcha. And it, so she had a lot of time an to underbite study. underbite or something? She, she, <laughs> tons of time to study because she, nobody else was going to be with this dog. Aww. Oh, she chewed the back, her hair off her back. Oh. Oh, yeah. She had oh. a big hernia. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blind, That's the kind of dog I don't like. Eye. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I want someone else to take very good care of that dog <laughs> that I refuse to pet. That's, I feel that on there. I don't like people though that much. So I definitely like would vibe with you the dogs like first. People. Not really. I want to tell people how we met. So Jill is an amazing comedian. Thanks. I didn't know this though at the time we met, nor did I know that you're related to Jimmy Kimmel. I didn't know right. either. Because I think I was married at the time. So I had a different last name. name. Yeah. That's right. Right. But I got to know you as a completely different way. You drove. Oh, yeah. The comedians around. <laughs> right. I worked for the Tempe Improv. Yeah. Yeah. And you were in my, probably my old filthy minivan. I was in the minivan. Yeah. I have I, you know, I'm and, sorry and to hear this, but my what? father insisted that I drive Robert Schimmel in his brand new Cadillac. And the rest of you got my dirty oh. van. So, I mean, priorities. Oh, I, I got you like, like literally <laughs> like you were dropping a kid yeah. and like made me wait on the corner kind of stuff. I mean, it it's was like, possible. Oh yeah. It's you possible. had, you fit us all into the kid <laughs> thing because your kids were little at the yeah. time. And Dan Murr, the owner yes. at the time, God rest his soul. He, uh, <laughs> He did not care that oh, I had God children. Oh, on his yeah. soul. Come on. Yeah, he wasn't a great... He was very good to me, but he was not... Was he really? He really was, which is random. I no, mean, that's He was really also random. the reason I cried almost every day when okay. I worked there. But as a comedian, yeah. he was great to me. He started me. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, that way. Okay. He really did. He really... He offered me a hosting gig at the Improv, which I had no business doing. Wow. Um, and he just said, like, let's, you know, do you want to host? And I was like, yeah, what does that entail? Like, I literally didn't even know what the hosting duties meant. And I, my first weekend at the Tempe Improv, I'd been in comedy for three months. I was opening for Kevin Pollack. <laughs> I 
Wow. <laughs> no business being there. You had no business. You really do think I you really, stunk? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you only you had really to do. You really believe that? You only had to do five or minutes. Or just you being insecure? It's me reflecting back now saying, I didn't really stink because you get five minutes and he made you be clean. And so it was it was fine. Like yeah. comedy wise, it was fine. It was like I took my best five minutes and that I had been working on for, you know, <laughs> five months because two months leading up to my debut. Um, and it was fine. There were like fine little jokes and they worked. In the, but I had no business being there because I hadn't earned it. I hadn't been in comedy long enough. There were so many other people that had been doing it longer that had earned it. But Dan had heard about me mm -hmm. from someone else and that I had told off this other club owner. And Dan liked that. Oh, and sure. that's why he booked me. Oh, of course. Because yeah. he didn't like He did everything out of resentment. <laughs> well, you know, and so I got my career through spite. And I'm okay with uh, yeah, that. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> it's kind of like... It's like, yeah, you, you got the after effects of some, uh, you, yeah. know, you know, you got to uh, ride that that spite. I'm okay so, with it. So, yeah, what the hell? I mean, but you've done really well. I mean, I was so surprised. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I mean, the person who drives you around, you're not thinking they're going to be opening for you someday. Yeah, that's you know, and very be a true. headliner. I mean, you're <laughs> thinking, true. oh, they're just, you know, they're working here at the club. You're nice and you know, you hang out, have some breakfast together, maybe, yeah. and all that Let's kind stop of stuff. Stop at Le Grand Exactly. Yeah. We used to go there all the time, <laughs> yeah. and all my friends, we'd meet there. I mean, it, you just weren't, I'm thinking, I'm not thinking you're going to be a comic, and all of a sudden, yes, you are. And what's odd about it also is that it's in your blood and your family. I found out your other brother, too. He doesn't it, do stand-up, but yes, he's, but he's a funny he's comedian. very funny. Funny, funny guy. He yeah. is actually the showrunner for Crank Yankers. Wow. Um, and he's extremely funny. He's actually, I think he's the funniest one of the three of us. He, I mean, no. Jimmy's like brilliant. and But Jonathan, I think Jimmy's just, you know, he's brilliant. But Jonathan's brilliant in a way that like really just tickles me. Mm -hmm. um, he's just like ridiculous humor where he does just like, he makes these little videos of like, he's like talking to the camera and he'll be talking, he'll get his beard wet. He'll be like, now we, we, we're, doing wet beard and then he'll walk down the hall and he'll grab his daughter who's like nine and be like hello Trixie and put his wet beard and like, wet beard and like attack <laughs> just random dumb things and I like dumb things so <laughs> clearly did you meet my ex-husband I don't know it's that's it's not amazing nice. though that all three of you I mean you're like the you're like the Marx brothers you're like oh. Zeppo and I'll be Jimmy, Zeppo because the curls. Jimmy's, yeah, Gummo. Jimmy's the, the main one, whatever his name is. Groucho. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Groucho. Or you're the Wayans, or you're the or Baldwin brothers. I mean, whatever you the are. The Three Stooges, <laughs> whatever. Well, yeah, two of sure. those, two of them were related. But, I mean, it's amazing to me that a family, it's like, what's in the water? What's in the parents? Yeah, my parents are funny. My dad's very dry funny. Like, he's okay. funny in his way, but my mom's more like the ha-ha and mm -hmm. my grandfather was always like with the puns and he mm -hmm. was always, you know, we lived in Las Vegas and every birthday check he wrote to you was, um, you know, from Lost Wages, Nevada, you know, <laughs> and he had this little voice and he would do this thing where he had these uh, huge uh, hands. My grandfather's hands were like giant and he, you'd be standing over his birthday cake and he never blew the candles out, which maybe that's like a good COVID predictor. He never blew out candles. He would put them out with his hands. He had these mitts and he would go like this. So we had a, one year, he was like 75 or whatever. And he goes like this on all the candles and puts the candles out on the cake. And then he's standing next to my mother and he turns around and he goes, call an ambulance. <laughs> it's just like, just, just a weird group. Wow. You came from all kinds of whack, but it's fun whack. I mean, I, I mean, I come from uh, two parents, you know, not that I lived with my dad, but it couldn't be more opposed to me being a comedian. Yeah, my parents are like, ugh, fine. Oh, 
They, well, you know, they saw that Jimmy succeeded, so then yeah. they knew that there was nothing they could say when the rest of us were trying it. They were sure. like, what could they say? Like, that's really not a career path. Like, then you look well, at you yeah. like, no, it actually is. You, get so, the, you have to have something to fall my back My mother on. just always says, like, how could you put yourself through that? Like, for her to get on stage and talk is like, she would hate doing that. So she always goes, I get so nervous for you. Like, wow. I'm like, yeah. you go ahead and keep doing that because I'm fine. But yeah. Jimmy yeah. wasn't a stand up, though. No, he? he never did stand up. Right. I, Radio, he did. Right. I actually did not think he was going to make it. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Listen, I predicted bad for other you people. You and too. a lot of other people. Yeah, I mean, when his show, when he first got his show, I'm going to the, the guy from the man show. I yeah. Mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking, because oh, you, people gonna, didn't know him. That's all you thought right. that he was. Right. I had no idea. And now they also like kind of had favorites. no idea. They also kind of they didn't know were either. very much winging it at the time. You know, they right. had the open bar for the crowd, and like the oh, crowd was right. getting drunk. And oh, my they God. Had the, oh, it was. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, uh, you know, like learning t- moments yes. in the beginning of the or, show, or but they lawsuits. really you could call them lawsuits. lawsuits it's a little, you know, <laughs> minor details. Uh, but yeah, no, they went through like a quite a bit of change. I remember like when they started making him wear a tie, and we were like, oh, like that's not God. his style. Right. We we're like all up in arms about it. And now he looks like he fits into he the fits thing. In he fits in it. He's gr- he's grown into the role as the show has yes, also he's also grown, gotten thinner, and all that kind of stuff. So tell me, when did you decide that you wanted to be a comedian? I always loved to act. That was always my thing. I would always be in church plays and, you know, stuff in school and college. Yeah, because, you know, that was like, where else were you going to go when you were nine years old? Please tell me you played Mary Magdalene. I did play Mary, (laughs) um, but that was no lines. That was just like the Christmas pageant. But we had a play. We put on, I don't know why, but we put on a Christmas Peanuts A Peanuts Christmas, you know, like Lucy and Charlie Brown. And we did, this is classic. So they have, they had like the album at the time, right? And you would listen to it and it would be the whole, and it's the whole cast, you know, Charlie Brown and Linus and Sally and everybody. Right. So we were rehearsing and rehearsing. I was Lucy. (laughs) Shocker. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, we were rehearsing and nobody could remember their lines. I was the only one who memorized my lines. And then they go, you know what? We're just going to play the album and then just do the actions and you could like mouth the words if you mm-hmm. I was like, I will be damned. I memorized this. So I was up there in church. Everybody else is just like mouthing the words and I'm saying the lines along because I was like, I memorized this. I am gonna do my part. So I always knew I wanted to act from the time I was little, but comedy was not a thing. Like who knew about that? I didn't know about that. And then you get That's older. Odd. In Vegas, you would think you, you know, wouldn't know. No, about I remember that. children. It was like children who? in Vegas. I mean, is I knew it was a Vegas, thing, but I guess I never it? thought about it as like a career. How did you end up in Vegas, your family? Uh, my dad and mom, my aunt and uncle, my aunt Chippy and Uncle Frank, and my grandparents, my mom's parents, moved to Vegas from New York. Uh, uncle Frank retired as a cop in New York, and he wanted to work like as a security guard in Las Vegas, he figured he could get a job out there doing that with his experience as a cop. So we retired as a cop and yeah. then they moved to Las Vegas. We went to visit, my dad's got like really bad asthma and he felt great in the desert air. Mm. So we're like, let's go. So we moved That's too. That's the reason. Yeah. No gambling addictions going oh, on. Oh God, no, no thank God. Ties. No, thank God. I mean, I wish I had a mob tie or two. There's a few people I like to, <laughs> but no, no such luck. 
Yeah, but we, so we did that and then I was there and then we moved here to Arizona, or not here, I say here, I, I just moved from Arizona know, like a week ago, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just moved, so I keep the forgetting. Los Angeles, yes, yes, that's where we are now and, yeah, and you're I was on your way to a gig, in your Arizona. gig. I was in Arizona from the time I was 15 through last week, so 35 years I was there. Mm. And I started, uh, one, my ex-husband actually took me to a comedy show and he was like, you should do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I can memorize lines, but this is, mm -hmm. they're like writing their own stuff. He's like, I think you would be good at it. And I was like, whatever. And then a few months later I thought, maybe. My friends were like, oh, I was saying something funny and they're like, yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe. And I went, I looked up an open mic. I went and I did it and I just fell in love have, with it. Have you ever, I know you rip on your ex-husband a little bit. Yeah, have I do. you ever he's, given him credit for being the muse? I always tell that story. That's all the okay. credit he's going to get. <laughs> because he literally fought That's me it. tooth and nail no, once I on. started doing stand-up. <laughs> to the point where when Jimmy found out I was doing stand-up, yeah. he said to my ex-husband, you know, she's going to have to go out three, four nights a week to start getting good at this. Yeah. Are you okay with that? And he was like, yeah. And Jimmy was like, are you sure about that? He's like, yeah, no, it's fine. He was never okay with it. The kids were almost always with my parents because he'd be angry that I was at a show. Sure. Or, oh, you're out doing your thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to make a career and mm. get good at this, you know? And he was never on board with it. Never. Oh, isn't it interesting? We're fine now, but like he was not a fan. Jamie Kennedy and I were talking about that on the podcast. He's never been married with kids. Right. And it really is such a commitment as a comedian. To and, be married with kids. Yeah, and it's also a commitment on the spouse's part because, oh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of late nights and you're out. And even though your show's over, you might be networking afterwards. Mm -hmm. or and the networking part is so important. Mm. You know, it really is. It's like, well, are you on the show tonight? Why are you going? Mm -hmm. Well, because there's like two comics there that I haven't met that mm -hmm. I want to, wow. you know, and it's like that whole thing. I mean, how you and I met, we became friendly and stuff because I was driving, but... It doesn't matter. It's like, oh, you know, I met you. Oh, you're not. Oh, you want to do a guest spot? Oh, okay, you're good. You can. Always. And that's how it works. Yeah. It's not just like show up at an office and punch a time clock. I have a good memory. I'm not remembering when I found out you were good. Oh. Or when I found out you even did comedy. You know, I don't know how when you found out I did comedy, but you were at the improv with our friend. Who was it? Um, Joey. Who? Joey and Ivy. No, no. Um, it was a comic. He was opening for you. Oh. It was, um, what's his name? He does the, ah, um, he does Johnny. The, Johnny LaQuasto? Yes, it was Johnny. Um, and we went and <laughs> ate lunch. Oh. And he invited me to meet up with you guys. And I oh, did. Right. At the and then you place. were, yes. yes. And yes. you were like, yeah, you want him to do a guest set? And I said, sure. And I did. Right. And that's when we fell that's in love. What, <laughs> that's. You would think I would know that, and you're going to punish me for not knowing that. There's a One lot of, of memories. little trivia about Johnny? Yeah. Uh, last night, I have sleep problems. Oh, no. Yeah, it's terrible. I put on <laughs> sleep meditation. You know, just, hello, welcome, it's sleep meditation. It's <laughs> one of these guys. I'm like, can you not be English? I can't I stand oh, English. Oh, the Brits. Oh, I'm tired of the Brits. <laughs> See, it puts you to sleep. You're tired of it. No. I, no, oh. I get pissed. Now I'm, now I'm up. Oh, these damn Brits. I, I'm so, you know, I'm we so won the war. You don't have to hate them anymore. Hey. We left. We no, took all their no, stuff. No, no, They've taken over. America's got talent. Yeah. The judges aren't even from America. <laughs> it doesn't mean, hello, he's, Simon Cowell. He's people, always Oh, there. he's annoying. He's the arbiter of everything that's yeah. good in America? Come on, he's not even American. Anyway, <laughs> no, now I'll never be on that show. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you need that to boost your why, career. Why not? Because you have a career I already. I need something. That's why. So, I'm, so they had an ad. 
for um, this ad it was uh, that ran, you know, before they said you can press here, you can skip oh, ad, right? Yeah. It's on YouTube. Sure, you always skip I the sleep ad. Sleep meditation. I didn't skip the ad. Was it Johnny LaQuasto's voice? <laughs> it was Johnny LaQuasto's <laughs> voice. I'm going, what the hell is this? And it was a really long ad. That uh, it was him talking, and it would be like uh, they would draw like c- cartoons of things. Oh, you know what it was about? How to, how to get women, you know, into you. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. So it's like it's a whole long thing, and I stuck with it. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> I need it for well. my wife. I, this is fantastic. It says, and we're going to give you the magic words. They never got to the magic words. Well, so call Johnny. Let's find I out. Did. I did. Of course, I texted him right oh, away. Wow. He's such a goober. You know, me, you know, you and me with free stuff. We love you. Just asked me earlier about my sure, shoes. Sure, I love those Pumas. Yeah, free sponsored shoes. by Puma. <laughs> exactly, free shoes. This idiot does never got the magic words. What? So I'm texting him all day today. How I'm is try, that possible? Tell, I said that's got to be included in your fee. Yes. You got I waited all night, and then I got to oh. sign up for five thousand dollars to get the magic words. Oh yeah, that's to unfortunate. To say to my wife. And I said, he did this damn... I said, I know it's his voice. So I texted him first thing in the morning. So funny. You know, and... Have you ever heard something and you realize it was you? I was watching TV the other day and this commercial came on. And I thought, why is this voice so familiar? And I was like, oh shit, it's me. I was like, it's literally a voiceover I had done for a bank. What? And I had never heard it before. You know, you do Crazy. the job half the time and then you just never hear it. And I was sitting on my couch and I was like... This is really familiar and sure if it was my voice. Which is weird. I don't know if it's ever happened to me. I know, I know, no, I know people have taken my voice. I've actually no. auditioned. I've auditioned for a Craig Shoemaker type when I was popular. <laughs> is that weird? It's classic. on it's on the breakdown. You're like a Craig Shoemaker type. I was like, how about the real thing? I'll come in. Did I, you get the part? No, I didn't get the part. <laughs> that's so, that's so L.A., Shoemaker. right? It's so L.A. I could not do a Craig Shoemaker type if I They're tried. like, yeah, no. I didn't even know what they meant by this. No. I was, you know, was, who's ever on the rise? I'll never be that again. That's but, really funny. Uh, it's crazy. I know. but And I've also heard people, there's a lot of people that do the Love Master. You know, they try that. Oh, no. I was going to sue this one. Yeah, you should. They, I tried, but... You know, I don't have the guts to go through with it. Plus, you need a lawyer. You got to prove damages and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't it seem like all the lawsuit people, like you wonder, how did they get that? Yeah. And yet, every time I've even wandered there, they go, nah, you no, have a case here. You got to prove it. You got to prove it. You've lost yeah. millions of dollars, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, I have real cases. Have you ever sued anybody in your life? I have not sued, kind of. I had a weight loss surgery years ago that was totally screwed up. I had like two years of suffering. I was like always throwing, it was the lap band. It's like this plastic ring that goes around the top of your stomach. And I was always going in and complaining that I was sick and they would make me go on liquids. It was like a whole saga for two years. I was always throwing up. And finally I went into this other surgeon and got a second opinion. He was like, this needs to come out. (gasps) Like it has slipped three quarters of the way down your stomach. Your stomach is, um, (sighs) paralyzed. You're not digesting anything. You're throwing everything. It was like horrible. So I wrote a letter to the original surgeon and was like, that's your lawsuit. Hey bro. Yeah. Because the surgery was like $14,000 and I was dying. (gasps) Literally the other surgeon said, you need, you're not going anywhere. You're coming into the hospital tonight. He took it out. 
Oh, but you didn't put a new band no, on. No, he didn't put a new band on. He took it out. He was like, this has to come out. And I said, couldn't you just sew it into place? Because they do that sometimes, like right. where it needs to be. Right. He said, your stomach needs to heal. You know when you squeeze a balloon yeah. and the one side's like this, like it's yeah. going to pop? Sure. That's what my <sighs> stomach looked like. Oh, my God. Right. Like I almost, so I wrote him I a letter. I you out of it anyway. I wrote him this long letter. Yeah. It was like two pages. And I wrote it to him like, I'm dying because yeah. of you. Right. I almost died. And within an hour of FedEx delivering it, they called me like, so, um, why don't we just go on ahead and give you, and they gave me like a big chunk of money, which was a lot more than I paid for the surgery. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, wow, if they're just ready to like offer me money like that, maybe there's like a lawsuit. Wow. And I talked to my friend who's a lawyer. He's like, listen, by the time you go to court yeah. and you deal it out and you pay a lawyer and people always are like weird about elective surgeries. They're like, you, you chose to get it. You could have just eaten less or whatever. Um, he's like, you probably won't clear that much. So just take it and run. I I would have been happy with just a refund. You got a refund and then some Yeah, out of nowhere. Like out of yeah. court settlement, but I literally almost died they because they of it. must have known you. They could must have, sued have their known. Asses yeah, off. because I really was dying. Like he's like I was malnourished. I had to go to the hospital. Like every couple of weeks, I would go in just to get an IV and just sit there. Like it was terrible. I I I, I just lawsuits to me. That's as close I'm, as I'm I like got. Allergic to them. Yeah. You know, it's I, just I, a lot of saga. One, t- one time I sat on a TGI Fridays. I sat on a chair, and it it just collapsed. Oh, and I went down. Yeah. And this guy, and I got back up, and this guy, Barney, goes, get back down on the ground and start squirming around. Oh. That's what he says to me. That's his first instinct. Wow. He says, I'll, I'll be there. I'm your witness for right. this lawsuit. And I've got pain and suffering because I had to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was going to get a, cu- a cut. And I said, I can't do that. He goes, start squirming. Oh. He goes, grab your back in pain. Who is this person? This guy, Barney Weiss. I want to hang out with him. <laughs> he used to own a comedy club. Oh, did he? It was called Going Bananas. Oh, yeah. I've heard that We name. ended up calling Going Bananquerupt. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was in Philadelphia when I was getting rising there. Do you find that certain areas of the country are better for laughter than other areas? You know, I always... It's, it's hard. Like, Vegas shows are tough. You agree. I do agree because I feel like everyone's from somewhere else. Exactly. So like if there's you're no in, commonality. Yes, there's no homogeneity. I always say exactly. that. If you're in Phoenix or you're in so happy Florida or L.A. or whatever, these people live there. But in Vegas, everyone's a tourist. So that's why I like working at Jimmy's Club, Kimmel's Comedy Club, soon to be reopened. Um, Is it? <laughs> on the Link Promenade. Hopefully this summer. Oh, um, so I like working at Jimmy's Club because a lot of locals come there because it's easier to get to. It's not like on. It's not. It's easier to get to because the parking stuff at the link they have like a parking oh. lot where you park, and also because Jimmy, since we grew up there, locals are like, oh, Kimmel's coming. Like so they feel so. There's a lot more locals there. When I perform at the Laugh Factory or at like LA Comedy Club at the Strat, you feel like you have to work more because. Oh. They're not like in sync with each other. Rats There's the Wisconsin people and yeah. the Oklahoma people and the people yeah. from Texas. Right. It's hard to work right Vegas. Right wing, left wing, everything. Yes. Every wing. Yes. You all the wings are yes. there. All right. the, all right. the Your wings. wing, their wing. Yeah, exactly. Chicken wings. Um, the the um, point. Uh, what's it called? The point uh, casino. But uh, my blanking on South the, Point. South Point. Mm-hmm. That was another local spot that I used yes. to play. So what, the like the dirty room. at twelve thirty? Oh, the, no, the big, big room there. I played yeah. the big room. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, Heather McDonald had me open for her there one oh, time. That was really fun. Very local. Yeah. Um, a little older though. 
Yeah, which so is fine. Jimmy's, I did very well too. I got standing ovations there, but you it's a get struggle. a. Let me tell you something. It's a struggle. You, I don't say this shit. I told you I don't like people, so I would never just like compliment you for no reason. <laughs> you get more standing ovations than any comic I've ever worked with. I've heard. I would this. have to say seventy-five percent of the shows we work on, maybe more. You get standing ovation. It's, it's always weird. like four out of the six. I don't the- get it though. I seriously, first of all, I don't get what they're laughing at. But, but it's but it's I don't understand why because I've heard it from club owners. They'll it's go, really true. Go, you know, we've never even seen one. You got one every yeah. show. I don't think I, any other comic I've ever worked with has gotten one. But what is it? I, I do not I know. I don't want to talk about me. We're, you're, but it's true though. I don't. It is true, but I don't get it. I don't get why. Don't look a gift to us in the mouth. I'm not going to look at it. I mean, I don't know why they're standing. Maybe their ass is hurt. I don't know. Whatever it is. One time I was. uh, You do do a long show, which is also a nice treat for the audience. I middled one time. Or not not middled. I opened. It was a co-headliner show. And the, I got a standing ovation. I was was on before him. Oh, Tone it down when you're opening. He was pissed. There are some Never people who to me again. There are some people who don't want good comics before them. Me. I don't under Oh great, he hires me and he says <laughs> I did he doesn't. <laughs> it's really interesting cuz for me, I don't want to have to like try to pull a crowd back up. I want to ride the wave of a good comic. So like it's weird to I, me. I'm a, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a tweener. Okay. I really do yeah. like you opening for me. Yeah, you don't want but someone the reason to is You the, want someone who knows what they're supposed to do. That's not my job to go up and get a standing ovation before you. That's not my job. It's to get them going and to make them like open up and start going and like here he is. That's the job of the opener. Jill, I got to be honest with you what I did recently. Oh, no. I had a really hard time. I hope he's not listening. I had a really hard time following this guy. They, they had this one woman. She was didn't do that great, but it was fine. You know, I go up. I, I only need... Eight minutes. Sure. This guy is an audience guy. And uh, you know what an audience? I tell do people know. what an audience person so is. So somebody who works the crowd, works talks the crowd. to the audience, they're doing things. It's, oh, I went in. So it's now never the crowd. Original. It's never original. And the no. crowd is super excited exactly. because you're talking to them. So tell the audience who's listening now. What the problem is with following of that type of because comment. then they expect you to do it and they're like correct. you're not exactly. talking to them Thank now you. they're not the center of the show <laughs> and they're you. pissed yeah. and I was struggled one show I was drenched yeah I was drenched and I'm going I don't want to work this hard yeah it's hard so he's probably thinking ah follow that you know and I mean? you're like no because I'm not going to hire you again I don't want to ha- follow right. that I shouldn't have to follow none of these people are there to see him oh it didn't matter to him right oh he would not I said to him. Can you just do your act? He goes, I don't have an act. Oh. That's what he says to me. And I'm going, I just, just, um, just, you know, and then, so then, you know, I did, this is where the secret comes in. The secret, the book? No, no, the secret, this is where the secret I was whispering oh, earlier gotcha. of what I did. You're, you're going to love this because you're, you're, you're like, uh, you're evil? like, yeah, you're yeah. Evil. <laughs> that's the word. That's the word. What I did, and this was actually true. He was also dirty. Oh, which you don't like. No. Yes, you want your openers clean. Tell people the reason for that. There's a couple reasons. One, because yeah. if a, if you were a clean comic, which you were not, if you were, it's because you're- I'm relatively you're, clean, though. You're not, but you're not like a clean comic. No. And, and right. if you were, it would be because your audience likes clean comedy, right. and so they're not there to see dirty. Right. But also because it's like you want the shock value. You want to do- right. The opener's clean and whatever right. because you get to do the – you don't want to use up all the fucks. That's the Thank expression. Thank you. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and that's what he was right. doing. 
So he starts them off, bam, 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 and racist stuff. And oh, like, that's just never good in general. Well, no, yeah. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> hey, look at you. What are you, Puerto Rican? I mean, like that kind of uh, stuff. And I was like, this is like old school, and it's going to kill. It's going to kill. Yeah. But his whole thing is, I'm going to kill. Right. Have you seen Lampanelli? That's what she's doing all this stuff. They love it. They eat it up. You're talking to them. You're making fun of them. They love it. Not as an opener. But not as an opener. No. It's not good. But this guy, he's trained in this. It's all he does. So he would not let up. He would not go off the accelerator. I kept saying, I actually said, bro, this is hard to follow. Yeah. He didn't care. He didn't care. He's there to kill. So he's hired again. I just saw him. He was hired at the same place weeks later. I just saw him on Instagram. Sure, because so the, the, the they love it. The, the, right. The club doesn't get it, though. This is right. not a good booking. Right. They don't understand. It's not a good fit. So you know what I did to him? I said, hey, man, I was just talking to my friend at Books Cruises, and they look, they're look they looking for new people. This is true, actually. But you've got to be clean. got to be clean. So I said, I said. I'll videotape your I set. Said, I said, I said, I'm going to have a video of you. Make sure. No. Yeah. And he sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Well, that's the thing. Easy to follow. Because he's relying on dirty words and crowd work and stuff. To be Let's funny. Let's see where you are Let's without see your fuck. jokes. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. whole other guy. Yeah. Same stuff, but didn't have the same impact. Punch, to yeah. Say, fucking mm -hmm. Polak is right. different than just Polak. Or you know, just Polish whatever. person. Or <laughs> no, don't say I, I'm yeah. just imitating him. I wouldn't say exactly, that. Exactly, right. Okay, but that's what you he would You couldn't say either of those things on a cruise ship. So, yes, he'd have right. to Right. <laughs> so, I was honest, though. I did I did hook him up with the guy who books oh, the cruise ships. good. That's nice. So, I, did, I was a man of my word, but I had one good show, thank God. <laughs> well, that's so tough because it's like, really, there are comics who want someone like whatever before them. But, like... As an opener, you ask the headliner. Like, oh. I opened for Nate Bergazzi a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. And, like, his, he's clean, and his crowd is clean. But then I opened for Drew Lynch a few weeks before that. He's like, do whatever you want. I don't care. And I was, like, filthy because he's like, whatever. It's fine. I like that. The crowd gets riled up. Then they're ready for me. I was like, okay. I mean, not filthy, but for opening standards. I was, Drew you know. Drew Lynch, he's not. He's, he's real clean, isn't he? No. You think that because he's on America's Got Talent. Yeah. He's not, he's not filthy, but he was like, I don't care what you do. It does wow. not matter to me. Just get the crowd going. I was like, all right. And so every comic wants something different. Yeah. I always ask the I'm headliner. Both ways. I'm both I always ways say, is there anything? I have a friend who does music. He has like some music cues and things he does. And we were both um, opening and middling for uh, Melissa Villasenor. And she does music. She does, you know, impersonations and a lot of music and songs and stuff. And they actually, they said to him, like, you can't do music the rest of the weekend because it just, it's some comics, they're like, this is my thing. I don't, it's like, and I get it. Like Heather McDonald, she was hiring me for a while. And then she said, like, I hope you don't mind. I don't really use um, women anymore or gay guys. Like she likes to use single, no, she, gay guys are fine. Uh, I think it's like single straight men or gay guys. Because our material overlaps. You don't want to be, yeah. And she's right. I've asked, I've asked you to remove a couple. Like, yeah, because, like or like tonight kids. I'm working on this. Like you can do your dating material. Don't do your kid. Exactly. You don't want your material. You don't want the audience to be like, yeah, everybody talked about that tonight. Yeah, and did, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Or we just heard this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I love I, Heather. I'm also lazy. I don't want to. Heather lives around here. By oh, I, I thought so. I, yeah. I hang out with her husband. She's great. I golf with her husband. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he's a riot. But um, The legs on her. My God. 
Well, she shows them enough. Uh, they're beautiful. If I'd be I showing them, that them much, too. I would look that good too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd be showing them too. I'd be showing a lot more if I had she that body. She shows them all the time. Because they're gorgeous. All right. So. If you had like, a, can we curse? Are we? On yeah, the, yeah, we're fine. If you had like a 16 inch penis, would you not be walking around swinging it in the wind? Like, you want people to know. This I've, is what I've I have. I've been debating that for years whether I should. <laughs> I've been told not to. Well, you should. I, Everyone should know the lovely beauty of it. I, well, I grossed people out. I put one photo. One little photo now, in the church n- n- program, n- n- and everybody <laughs> loses their mind. <laughs> I put a photo. It was the weirdest thing. I should show it to you. And it, for some reason, uh, it was this. Have you ever heard of these wraps They're to lose weight? Yes. You look like a mummy. It's called, like, it works. It, well, and it doesn't. They wrap me like a mummy. Oh, my and God. And then they put me on a um, treadmill. Oh, my God. Right to sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, so I'm wrapped like a mummy, and it really do, did look ridiculous down there. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it looked it looked ridiculous. Where people were going, what the? I mean, because you're like wrapped, and it's like a piece of raw chicken just but, hanging out. But this it, this really did look like. I mean, I'm good down there. Okay, but this not, was God bless you. But this was like a God bless you. No, it, people Should would, you just go out wrapped people, for your first dates from now on? No, Is that people like, would literally say, take that off. Like it was pornography. People, what people were looking I'm at down, you? In the Instagram, I posted on Instagram, me and the mummy thing. But, but it, it, Did it you just, post your schlong on the mummy thing? My schlong was underneath but it oh, looked it was like re- lumped. I thought gig- it was hanging no, out. No, 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 no. no <laughs> I was no, like, no, what no. did you post? No, yeah, I'm Heather McDonald of <laughs> penises. You said it's show. gorgeous. If you, if you had that, you would show. But what, oh, my you point have two is, of them? That's my, weird. My point is this big lump, was, uh, that was already offensive. Imagine if I actually showed. Yeah, that's what I was like. Did but, they allow you're that? Sa- but you're saying that, so she's got this great feature that's at the, yeah. what's your favorite feature about yourself? My teeth. So what? But I'm look. I'm going to look for some more Instagram. Because you know why? Your because teeth. your teeth never get fat, and so even when I was very heavy, my smile was always nice because my teeth are straight. And so people are like, "Oh, you have great teeth," and I'm like, "Thanks," because they never get. I also have nice ankles. Let me be eat. honest with you. You do not show your teeth enough. Let me be honest with you. You do not have nice teeth. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Like, oh, imagine I would have said that. There was a second you actually, actually thought hilarious. I was going. To. I thought you were going to say there, it as a joke. There was, <laughs> there was this one second you were like. Was he going where I think like, he's going? Uh, my dad paid a lot of money you for these. You need to show your teeth more. I show them all the time. You do not. Doing what? Should I just talk like this? <laughs> yes. <a little. laughs> you need to show them more because I you had to point that out to me. Oh. You're no Heather McDonald of teeth. Oh Well, listen. Be, I want to see you. I want to see you displaying on Instagram. It's yeah. better than our friends' well, I mean, videos. Like, that you know who I'm talking Heather's about. Got those be- yeah. about other- <laughs> Heather's got those beautiful legs, so she could wear like, she could wear that. short shorts to like show off her beautiful legs. I guess I could wear one of those things that like the dentist puts in <laughs> just to show off like my a Hannibal teeth. Lecter. Thing. Yes, I'll just like sit like this. You've got to do something though. It's more okay. smiling shots. All right, more smiling. If it's your every thing. shot now, look at Instagram. You will see literally every shot is a smiling shot. Do, do it with music. I never you know, take like she always has music. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Just teeth it up. <laughs> okay. And then everybody's going to go, have you seen Jill Kimmel's oh my teeth? God. I never noticed before. Her teeth are spectacular. Ever since she did Craig Schumacher's podcast. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, she smiles more. She, she smi- it's like he's magic. It's like he had the two magic words. <laughs> yes, he's the Colonel. Unlike Johnny LaCroix. He, he's the Colonel Tom Parker <laughs> of, 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 of management. Now he, I want a banana and peanut butter sandwich. Damn you. How about our friend on Instagram? It's unbelievable. 
Uh, you're looking at me going, don't say it, Craig. I just had this with Jamie Kennedy. I've never seen fear on someone. As many I don't have fear. I, I just kept, feel bad. I kept bringing topics up, and he would go, no, nah, no, nah, bro, uh -uh. no, nah, bro. We don't nah, want to be canceled. Nah. We're not, yeah, 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 exactly. You're like, who cares? Well, we're but not going to be canceled. Just, it would just hurt a person's feelings if he thought that you and I mutually watch his videos and go, <laughs> why are you doing this? And then send them to each other and go, did you see today's? Did you see today's? It's not nice. It's so it's, it's fine. so cruel it's, and evil, as you said. It's actually not cruel and evil. It's actually we do keep it between us. Sure, but I, I was until so, right now. But I was so happy. You were like, "Oh, thank God, you think that too." No, I like, know when yeah. I found it's my. I had my soulmate. Mm -hmm. It was my soulmate. Is someone else that goes? What? Why? Are, why? I showed my mother doing? the other day. I was you look did at this. Not. She was like, "What is? What is that person doing?" I was like, "I can't. I don't know." She too. Yeah, she, she too, Brute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like, "Ew." Yeah. She was like, "Why?" I'm like, "I what don't know." In the world. How is that funny? Is what she said. <laughs> How is that funny? How, How? about every day? A a oh my God. We can't. Well, we, yeah, we can't we do can't it. We can't talk about it. But anymore. we can actually get audience to write me to try to get it out of me. Oh. That's a good way to promote the yeah, show. Yeah, sure. Who was it? Who is it? What is those, those videos? This guy could go viral just because we're talking right. about it because everyone's going to want to see these videos now. I feel like I have Folks, a virus every worst, time I watch. The worst. <laughs> we get vomit. So I keep doing It's not I our keep, style of I, humor. I keep. Whose style is it? <laughs> That's the thing. We got to test this with other people. Jill, here's what we're going to do. Oh, no. We're going to get... Two or three friends, okay. okay, as a, you know, like a test, mm -hmm. okay? We have a test audience. You know, yeah. they do that with TV shows. Sure, I've done that. Okay. I was on a Press Your Luck. <laughs> I went and I sat in a studio audience when not. I was visiting New York. I was not. like 12 years old. They had to sit in the audience <laughs> and you press uh, like one button when you liked what was happening and the other button when you didn't like what was happening. And it was, yeah, that show, Press Your Luck, No Whammies, No Whammies, that game show. Yeah. Yeah, it was when I, they were I, like I, testing that. Listen, I have a little fame, claim to fame, and I still do it for free <laughs> tickets in Vegas. Yeah, it's fun. Why they not? Have you go take the little quiz. How do you like yeah, the show or whatever? It's, there's not that much to do in Vegas when you're there working for a week. Well, we should do we should do this. We should do this with these. With the, we should pick three people. You pick three, and I pick three. And Make we'll them see, watch. We just say, what do you think? And don't even lead them down. Right. And let's have see to what be they people say. People who us. didn't hear this podcast, though, exactly. so they won't know what we're exactly. doing. Well, nobody listens to this thing. <laughs> so anyway, why did I stop here again? <laughs> because it's on the way. It's true. It is. And on you're the way. supposed to meet my family. By the way, Gordon, if if, if Chloe's here, uh, send her in because I want Jill to meet Chloe. I will. I'm not uh, leaving till I meet her. Hopefully, oh, I think that they were supposed to stop over here. Is she here? Oh, good. Oh, Chloe's going to come back. She told you that, or my wife Mika. Oh, okay. She, I was like, Chloe's was got errands to run. Yeah, the seven-year-old's going, do. I've got errands to run. She's I'll be back. Oh, over, they're coming back? I wonder if they're coming back with the dog. She's dropping her stuff off at the accountant for her taxes. <laughs> Are they coming back with the dog? Do you know what kind of dog you're fostering? Oh, no, I don't Not know Not even anything. now. See, Jill, I was very I specific nothing. when I was going to foster. I was like, I'm going to be home for like a month. Yeah. Let me foster a dog. So I said to if you have any, and it was very particular. I was like, I don't want any shedding in my house. I don't want short-haired dogs. I will donate money all day long to it. I will do events for free to raise money for mm -hmm. shelters. I do not want a dog that is like, I don't want to be inconvenienced. Not to be rude. I just don't. So they so, brought over this dog that it was half poodle, which means it doesn't shed and it's hypoallergenic. And I absolutely fell in love with him. And a week later, I was crying. I was like, I don't want to bring him to the adoption event. And my boyfriend at the time was like, why don't we just keep him? I was like, really? So we adopted him. And now I'm a single told, mother to that dog. They told us we're not allowed to adopt. 
Why? I don't know why. No, we're not allowed to adopt the one we're fostering. Why? I don't know. Maybe when you fi- you'll find out. Is it like you don't First like question. snort your own stash? Is that like I a? I understand the reasoning on this, but uh, I wonder if it's because they know you're down to foster, so they'll have that dog adopted out. So now you'll foster a different dog because once you adopt a dog, you're less likely to foster. I think. Well, then you yeah, you're, then you're off. The yeah, list. so they don't right, so they don't want to. Aha! That must be. I, it. That's what I would imagine. I, <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'm out of the loop. I'm sure you've done this to your ex-husband. We're just out of the loop. Like you make the plans with the kids and all this kind of stuff. He was only out of the loop because he never listened to what was happening in the loop. I would always tell him about the loop. He didn't want to know about the loop. I want you to he talk saw to it my as wife. a string. I want to know if I'm just if if she says the same thing. It's because he doesn't listen. He that. never listened. And but you actually have a career and a job and you're traveling okay. and a life and he didn't. He would sleep till noon. He didn't and it was like, what are you doing today? Wow. Well, I have to, uh, you know, drop off. But now that we're divorced, he makes a great living. I'm like, <laughs> could you have done this? We would still be together. Does he, doesn't he pay you? No. What are you, nuts? What What do you mean, what am I, nuts? <laughs> you mean, I paid my you... ex-wife 12000 a month. My friends no. always go, I, I, I'd, I'd divorce you. As, totally. I'd blow you as much as she did. You're like, which never, which was never. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right which is yeah. why we're divorced. Yeah. I'm, are you serious? Yeah, never got Nothing? a dollar. I actually make more than him. So when we were getting divorced, he's like, I'll take you for child support. I said, oh go for it. I God. said, it will be worth it to be rid of you. I will pay you whatever the courts deem necessary. Wow. And neither one of us. Oh, I mean, so the kids were a little why. older anyway. It was they, The kids were like 13 and 15 when we got divorced. So. I mean, how much could I have gotten out of him? He he cleans pools for a living. My kid just called me just now. I've been trying him for two days. Oh, which one? Nightmare, the oldest one. Oh. I mean, uh, th- these kids. Nightmare to get a hold of him? I like mean, he never- uh, yeah, yeah, I've been trying for days. I go, I, I'm like, I'm trying everything. I try talking like him. I go, you know, bro, what's up? You know, <laughs> right? I, I try anything, but doesn't get back. But he just You're did. like, call me dead ass. He like you just say there. He probably knows I'm on a podcast yeah. now. That's why he called now, knowing I can't answer. Right. Well, I, I do just, that. What's that? I do that. Call if there's somebody that I don't want to talk to, <gasps> I might call them when I know that they're doing something else. Oh my god. Because I just want to text. I don't want to talk. I don't. Okay. I'm not a phone person. Oh god. You I've like always, to talk on the phone. Been a phone guy. You are a phone guy, and I know yeah. I'll have to return your call, so I will just answer when you call. My aunt Chippy's the same way. She likes the phone. I'm glad. If, I'm, I'm but at to least aunt you Chippy. will text. But aunt yes, Chippy doesn't have text. Doesn't know I'm how. Okay, so she will just bad. leave you messages. <laughs> I've called you three times already. <laughs> call me back. All I want to know is if you got the fifty dollars I sent you for your birthday, and then you're like. Now I have to call her, and then you call, and it's like a, so. When I see her calling, I answer because then it's going to be a three day touch and go. You where, tell Aunt Chippy mm, for fifty dollars, I will talk to her I every know. day. She's still. I mean, I'm fifty okay. years old. She's still every birthday. She My sends God. us fifty dollars in a card. You know, buy what you want. I don't. I'm too old to be picking things out. I don't order things from the internet. You get your money, do what you want with it. Well, I'm in the wrong family. <laughs> Five dollars max uh, from anybody. Five max. We are a very generous bunch. That is oh for my sure. God. There's yeah. no one in the family that Jimmy you're gave, like, what's Jimmy with this gave gift? You your own night. You have your own night at Jimmy Kimmel's comedy yeah, club and in Vegas. COVID on took it away. I know. I know. But I remember you <laughs> my parents your... just bought me a house. They knew the heartbreak I was going through. You knew the heartbreak I was going through. Yeah. Just went through that really bad breakup. Yeah. And my parents were like, we'll buy you a house in California. I was like, how de- how pathetic did I seem if they were like, we'll buy you a house just to get I'm you so away from him. I'm so on the other side of it. Oh, it was bad. I did want to do an intervention. There was a you. lot of crying. It, well, yeah. But yeah. It was also a lot of, cl- com- you know, like complaining. Yeah, I had to get and through you, it. Yeah, you did one yeah. of those. 
But but I don't want to talk about them. Yeah. But I'm going. But I'm to going to talk about it. Yeah. No, it was hard because like you're in it. You're with someone yeah. for almost four years, yeah. and then so the way yeah. I get I'm over not bitter, it. Better, but I'm going to give you some. The way I get got over it was yeah. that his new girlfriend, who um, he was dating yeah. uh, behind my back, called me, oh. or she messaged me, and we started talking and compared notes. And uh, she promptly went over and broke up with him. And so now he doesn't have either one of us. My biggest fear when I was single is women getting... He wasn't and, single. That's no, the I'm thing. I'm saying yeah. when, when, I was, when one can meet the other, it was always frightening to me because they'd say, he says that to you? Yeah, but guess what? Like, I have to have a new script it's for fine each one. It's fine if pe- both people know. Like she said, she was like, I would have been fine just hooking up and whatever. He was the one who was like, how do I make you my girlfriend? How do I make mm. you mine? I'm like, meanwhile, he was seeing me also. Right. Oh, jeez. So, and that's that's where the problem is. When the, the, the good news is, as comedians, you get to turn it all around. I said to her, I spent four days texting and talking with you, putting the puzzle pieces together yeah. of the last few months. You did more for me than seven months of therapy. <laughs> and now I'm through it. And it's so nice to be on the other side. But wow, when you're in it, wow. it's misery. I have a few friends right now who are going through breakups and I have to be there for them because I know like the people that were there for me, it's like sometimes you just need to like, and sometimes it's like someone you don't even know that well that you're like, just like, and then, and he, and they're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe you should stop being pathetic. I don't know. It's like, so I appreciate everybody who helped me through the breakup. Particularly I'm actually, I'm, Megan. I'm, 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 so I'm doing texting right now. Yeah, what are During you the podcast. I'm telling Chloe to come back. Chloe, come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll be back. I mean. I, I don't know where. I don't know where. They, but you have to go to your I show. I do. I got to go to my show at the Ventura so, Harbor Comedy Club. So now you're headlining. You're Miss Headliner. Well, you know. In Will you rooms. ever open for me again? Or are you of beyond? Of course. I, do, I headline in the small rooms. So if I want to work the big rooms, I have to either do an off night or open for you guys. So, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you should be a headliner, don't you think? Not you have a lot at of that material. level. I do, and I have plenty well, yeah, of material. Hour, two hours? I could do, if I had to do, I could do, I'd say a comfortable hour 20. I wouldn't say two. I mean, I with have, with audience work. I have <laughs> two hours of material. Yeah. But it's not all good, you know. Okay. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Or it's like yeah. old stuff or whatever. But, I mean, I could do an hour 20 if I had to. I prefer 45 minutes to an hour is, like, just right for me. But, um, no, I'm definitely headlining, and I'm headlining the smaller rooms, which is right where I should be, I think. But um, the big rooms, listen, they want a name. They want a draw. That is true. I could headline it. True. I could yeah. do it. Because when I open for you, I am clean. When I do my own stuff, I am not clean. I'm not filthy, but right. I'm definitely not clean. You're you. And that's way more fun for me. And it's more fun for the crowd because yeah. they see it's like comfortable. But um, yeah, we just uh, been doing, I've been doing a lot of rooms and everything in Phoenix is open. So I've actually been working this whole time. I know Phoenix is like, it's so They don't weird. care about health it's, or anything. Here, here are the, the two places where old people go, Florida yeah. and Arizona, right. are the two number one people that don't care about COVID. It makes no yeah. sense Well, to it's me. not even them. It's the governors or whatever. It's it's our governor. But it's he, them too. I mean, I walked around Florida. They get mad if you wear a mask. Yeah, it does seem it's, that way, but it's not even the, the it it's not even way. the old people in Arizona. It's like the people who are my age who are like, ugh, you sheep. And you're like- I mean, which, listen. Which is the sheep with the mask? or With, with the, the mask. Oh, they say that we're sheep for wearing. I'm like, listen, I don't know if it works. I'm told by some scientists who are very smart, smarter than me, that it works. 
also, it's just the rules. If you have to wear a mask, just wear a freaking mask. This one guy, I was in Whole Foods, and I'm standing there with my, everyone's in line, everyone's got a mask on. It's the rules right now. Whether you think it works or not, that's the rules. Wear your mask. So this guy comes in. Just like you got to wear shoes. Exactly. Whether you're a barefoot surfer or not, throw on a flip-flop and come in. So this guy comes in, he's with like his seven-year-old or whatever, and he's got no mask, she's got no mask, and he's arguing with the manager. And this is literally only like two months ago. It's not a new thing. It has been going on for a year, just wear the mask. And he's arguing with her. He goes to Storm Pass, and he's like, I'll go shop somewhere where I don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, so he... There's everyone's in there quiet, you know, uh, not wanting to say anything. I'm like, I live for this shit. Like, this is the moment I'm waiting for this kind of interaction so I could jump in. I go, where are you going to go grocery shop that you don't need a mask? And he turns and looks at me. I go, where? There's nowhere. Everywhere requires a mask. I said, look at me. I'm gorgeous and I'm wearing a mask. Put a mask on. And everybody started laughing. And I was like, that felt good. But just to tell this guy off, like, listen, I don't care what you think about whether masks work or not. Right, I don't care. Right. Just, it's not my place to say. Look, just leave the manager of Whole Foods alone. You have to respect, uh, you know, respect people. And if yeah. the people in charge believe that, you know, I, I, I do believe it's a conversation we all need to have. And it has to be all sides. We have to explore all sides. Yes, yes. But, but if they make you wear a mask in a store, you just wear, have it's to. Mandatory, it's mandatory, just so, like seatbelts are. Right. I was not happy about that. Click it or ticket. I wasn't happy when they took cigarettes off of uh, airplanes. Airplanes. Oh, dear God, how old are we? <laughs> You're not that much older than me. But I do remember when smoking was allowed on planes. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they still have the little no cigarette sign up above. It's like we all should know that. But I've been on planes that they still have the little ashtrays. Wow. A spirit airline. I was going to say American. <laughs> no, spirit. Spirit's the you worst. You've been on that? Of course. I did one and I could you never You have do it to again. do it at least once. I have a bit in my act about the seat back, you know, how that inch and a half, who cares, you know? Right. Or say, no. No. It makes a difference. Yes, it does. You're like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. You know, in traction. <laughs> right. Without that inch and a half. Yeah. So I shouldn't make fun of it anymore, but I, I can't fly. What we're saying is anymore. that but extra inch and a half me, matters. I want to. That's, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> You can make anything dirty, joke. I feel like I'm uh, like singing a rap song or something right now. I'm not. I'm just these headphones are big, and so I'm like holding them up. I know you've got your. your They're like sliding off my head. Like a, I thought it was because of the the hair. When my hair looks like this, I look like um the bus driver from The Simpsons. It's like just sticking out like under his ball cap. Little Medusa thing going. A little on bit, a little yeah. bit stone. I'll turn you to stone. I, I do you like having curly hair? I do, and I don't. I do because it's easy and everyone's like, oh my God, your curls. And I'm like, I hate it. I just mm-hmm. want silky hair. I want like, you know, that beautiful Christy mm-hmm. Brinkley hair sure. from back in the day. I just mm-hmm. dated myself. You know, yeah. that Pantene swinging like silky and yeah. blown out and just like long layers. They never have those Pantene commercials with <sighs> curly heads. Or No. And you know who they never yeah. have also is, with curly hair? What? Newscasters. There is no <gasps> news anchor with oh curly God. hair. And I always noticed that growing up. You know what? If there's a prejudice out there, we could start something yeah, here. I could start being like, really? Oh, are you curly hairedist? You're curlist? <laughs> because, so I've are never a, seen. Are you a curlist? <laughs> I've never seen a newscaster with curly hair. But when I get, sometimes I get my hair blown out. So, you know, they'll blow it out and it's like straight. And I feel like, oh, yeah, I feel like gorgeous with my hair like that. I never like to wear my hair like that on stage because I don't feel funny when my hair is like that. 
Because I feel sexy Jill, when my hair Jill, is straight. I think you're onto something here. I really it's do. weird. It is. I it's a feeling. I think you're onto something. The, the curlists. Curls are funny, right? And people. No, no the curlists. They are curlists. You need they, to go they are. with this. It's now true. that you now that you're saying it, I'm going. <laughs> oh my god. There's there's no curls anywhere. They do. They think you're like a goofy, funny girl or whatever. You're never like the sexy chick. Unless your curls wow. are like waist length, right? And like okay. yeah. big and beautiful. And it's been a thing over the years. There's movies been made about people with curly hair and like the curls and how people are always blowing them out and straightening them, get rid of them. And Chris Rock did a documentary. Yes. It's about hair. And yeah. it's like... I just, my hair is very, I don't know where the hell it came from. My mother has wavy hair, but like this is like. What are you talking about where it comes from? You're part Italian. Yeah, I know, but my mother's hair is just like wavy. Everyone thinks I'm Jewish because of the hair, Uh which is fine. I mean, I'm close. You know, when you're in New York and you're Italian, Jewish people in New York, it's the same, like we have the same expressions and the family and and the uh, kissing and the hugging and the, what do you need? Do you need something? Can I feed you? It's, it's It's really the same. A lot of the same. So I'm honorary Jewish person. And yo is always spelled backwards. (laughs) That's a great way to look at it. Oi, yo, 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 oi. (laughs) Hey, Maron. What's the difference? Right. Well, you know our friend Joey Scioli. Yeah. From Grimaldi's Pizza. Yes. He's both. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's Italian and Jewish. He's a pizza bagel. (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. Those are delicious. Oh, I know. But anyway, it's so great. Oh, God, we went way over time. Did we? But that's, that's the way we roll. That's Matt, the way. We do roll like that. I know. Maybe we can cut out that one part. <laughs> Which part are we cutting out? Never mind. Don't worry about it. We'll uh, talk about it later. All right. That's what <laughs> Jamie Kenny was on here, and he says, bro, I'm going to be calling you about some edits. edits. <laughs> I got some edits for you. Well, you can call me with your edits. Well, good luck with everything. How do we find you on uh, in social media? I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram, both as It's Me, Jill Kimmel. And also TikTok, but I don't really do anything on there. I'm just on there to stalk my daughter. Wow. <laughs> Not stalk her, but just to watch her videos because it's fun. No, you want to stalk her to make sure she's doing things right. But nah, uh, she's 18. She's I don't really want to watch the <laughs> shit she's doing. But I do, you know, it's fun. Oh, but Jill, well, you know what happened the other day? I met this mother of these two uh, celebrity girls and who are huge TikTok people. She goes, oh, they'll... They'll teach you how to do it. And she goes, here, follow them, and they'll follow you back. And I'm like, whoa. A whoa. dance or something? No, they're 13 years old. Oh, no, thank you. I'm, not I'm, following. I'm creeping out. Yeah, I'm no. a creeper. No. And they want me to follow them. And they're she's gonna encouraging teach me how to get more it? followers. I'm going, no. no. I'm good. And they're in bikinis and stuff. I'm going, no, whoa, no. whoa. And, and when you first look at it, when it pops up, it's just a bikini. Sure, and you, you don't know. Go, whoa, 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 that's the 13-year-old. And you're focusing. You're like, yeah, wait, this is a child. No. <laughs> it's a child. Gross. And that she's promoting that is like a little disturbing. Millions of followers. I one Millions time had a kid who had a crush on my daughter. And my son's two years older than them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, so there's this kid, Hunter. He had a crush on my daughter, Allison. And Carson's two years older than Allison and Hunter. And then Hunter had a little sister named Zoe. And so she said to me, the mom, you know what I got Hunter for Christmas? I got her, I got him an eight by 10 picture of Allison. I blew it up and framed it so he could put it next to his bed because he had a crush on my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I just paused and I said, that's so weird. I got Carson an eight by 10 picture of Zoe and put it by his bed. So like her seven-year-old, my like 13-year-old had it. She was like, what? I go, that's how that sounded to me. Yeah. You put a picture of my daughter by your son's bed. Right. And she was like, oh, I didn't think about it like no. that. I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. And so then I was like, hey, Carson, oh. hide that picture of Zoe. Chill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chill, I love, I love your evil. I just, <laughs> it's I, evil for I, good, though. I, I know. It's, it's a good evil. Thank you. I think you should be a superhero. Oh, my God.
I look so good in a cape. And, and the curls. Curls. We'll call you Curls the superhero. <laughs> they don't have one. They don't That's have your one. your superpower. I'll be super curl, curl instead of super girl. I love it. Thank you. All right, there you go. Well, follow Jill Kimmel. She's really, really funny. One of the funniest people out there, in my yes, opinion. And for sure. I just told Jamie Kennedy that. Uh, he, All of the people. Watch Jamie Kennedy. Uh, that's who's going to be opening. This is going to be a total opener poacher. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks, Jill. Uh, good luck tonight and uh, with your career and everything, and we'll see you real soon. By the way, make sure you follow this podcast and spread the word. Look, I know you had fun today. We have fun on all these podcasts. It's called Enlightened Up. Spread the word. Uh, give us a good rating. You know, download all that stuff you're supposed to do. And uh, I really would appreciate it because we need to spread the word. And just remember these words. Enlighten the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> see you next time.